It's time for the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email backtothebookbroadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org. And now the broadcast. Please take your Bibles again, if you would. Turn to Psalm 1. Psalm 1. We're going to begin, we'll just read the chapter. We're going to continue our thought this week on the secrets to success. The secrets to success. The Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, And in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Now we started out yesterday just by trying to define what is success. The success that I am talking about this morning is not worldly success. It's not how the world sees it as success found in in gain and, and things that we can have in this world. Rather, it's something that happens on the inside. It's what I call spiritual success. What we said about it is true success will bring inward peace. True success is always spiritual. It's whether or not you have made it in God's eyes. The world has no idea of what true success is. What are the secrets to it? If I want to be successful in God's eyes, how is it that I'm going to get there? Now, we know that the Word of God is key. That is very clear to us from what we just read. It talks about this man, this successful man, this blessed man, this happy man. It says, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. And the fruit, the the benefits from the Word of God in his life are shown in verse 3. But what are some just things that we can pull out? We started yesterday at looking at this. First of all, it, the number one secret to success is, we could say this, or just in the order that I see them in this text, is guard your direction. We begin, in this chapter, we see two different ways that you can go. The way of the righteous, or the way of God, or the way of the world, and the way of the ungodly. There are two destinations to each of those paths. Obviously, ultimately, the way of God is going to lead to heaven. It's going to lead to blessings in your life. The way of the ungodly is going to lead to judgment and ultimately destruction by God. But we began to look at this. It is very easy to begin to slip. It's very easy to begin to change directions and not realize it because that kind of... uh, of These kinds of directions are very subtle. All it takes is one wrong motive or 
you know, one wrong decision and the next thing you know, you're heading down the wrong path. So if we're going to be successful for God, we're going to have to guard the direction that we take. We're going to have to be extremely careful if we're going to stay spiritually successful. We started looking at this yesterday, did not get very far into it, but there is a progression of sin that I see in verse 1, or, or a progression of heading down the wrong path. We barely started to touch it yesterday, but you see, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now here's a man that we will we'll say he's living right, but the next thing you know, people he's around and different ones that aren't really living for God like they ought to be, they begin to give him advice. For me, a lot of times, it's, it's advice that makes a lot of common sense. But not everything that makes human sense always makes godly sense. And so if you're not careful, you begin to listen to these ungodly people who are giving you advice on, you know, how to how to use your money or or how to live, where to live, what to get, you know, what to do. Just, you know, fill in the blank with whatever situation you may find yourself in. But it's very easy for us to begin to listen to human reasoning rather than the Word of God and to begin to walk in the counsel of people that are not godly counselors. Now, the Bible does say in the multitude of counselors there is safety. But it's a given that is godly counselors. That is counselors that are giving you scriptural counsel. When you begin to get outside the realms of scriptural counsel, you're heading down the wrong path. Everything we do ought to be based from the Word of God. This is our life manual for living. This is the basis of everything we do. Faith, practice, and if I can't find reason scripturally for what I'm doing, then I'm heading down the wrong road. We need to be careful whose counsel we're taking. We need to be careful that we're not beginning to, to listen to ungodly counsel and begin living with the wrong motives, whether it be for, for gain or this or that. You see, true success is not going to be found in how much money you make or how many toys you've got at the house True success is only going to be found through God's Word and in God's will. Some of the poorest people that you'd ever meet are yet some of the most successful, but you'll never find out until you see them at the judgment seat of Christ. Some of the poorest people I have met in Ghana, West Africa, were some of the happiest people I've ever met. You see, true success, true peace, does not come from anything we have. Rather, it comes from God and His Word. So we need to be careful that we're not walking in the advice of the ungodly. But you see what happens when you begin to walk in the counsel of the ungodly. The next thing you find yourself doing is standing in the way of sinners. That way, it speaks of a road or a way of life. See, when you begin to listen or take heed to, to 
ungodly counsel, the next thing you know, you're in sin. You're not living right. In, in fact, rather than just just in sin, it, it speaks almost of, uh, of habitual action. You're in their way of life all of a sudden. You're no longer making progress for God. You see, this man, he goes from walking to standing. The next thing you'll see is him sitting. And verse 6 give us the very end. He's going to end up in destruction. And if we're not careful to guard our direction, that's exactly what will happen to us. We're going to go from walking, from, from you know, go, heading somewhere, from moving for God, to the next thing you know, we're going to be standing. Next thing you know, we're going to be sitting down on God. Next thing you know, we're totally destroyed and unusable as a Christian. We see that the man that begins to walk in the counsel of the ungodly begins to live a life of sin. It's not always bad major acts of sin that we would think of, but, you know, just take for instance, putting those little idols in your life. I'm now living for, you know, earthly gain. I'm living maybe for this money or whatever. That is an idol that has come in between God and myself. I have now put that in front of God. I am now living in sin. And the man that stays, that begins to stand in the way of sinners, pretty soon, as he gets around these sinners, pretty soon he moves from that and he ends up sitting down in the seat of the scornful. The seat speaks of the abode or the home. If I could put it in these words, if you're not careful and you begin to head down the wrong direction, you'll end up finding yourself Just like they are. You'll be taking up residence with the scornful. See, this man who maybe had been going on his way for God, he ends up being stopped. All because of one wrong step, where he began to listen to something the ungodly had to say. The next, you find him in the end of this verse, verse, sitting, living with the scornful, but he becomes one of them. He becomes a scorner. And the end that we I've already pointed out is destruction. We won't be able to stand against the judgment of God. Now a saved person who takes this downward spiral up, you cannot lose your salvation. But you can lose out on a lot of rewards and you can send a lot of people to hell by, by your own wicked testimony if you're not careful. I see that if we're not careful to guard our directions, our spiritual progress will be stopped and we will be moved out of the way. Another thing I noticed on this, the man that goes God's way many times will find himself alone. You see, we find ourselves here looking at a man against a group of people. One man versus the counsel of the ungodly and the way of sinners and sitting in the seat of the scornful. They're all plural. That's how living for God many times will be. If you begin to guard your direction and be careful how you walk in life, 
you're going to find yourself somewhat alone because there's not a lot of people going God's way. It reminds me in Matthew chapter 7 where it talks about straight is the gate and narrow is the way and few there be that find it. But it begins talking about, but there's, there's that broad way which leadeth to destruction and many there be that go in that can apply it can apply to sinners and in the context it's dealing with Pharisees Pharisees that lived an outwardly religious life but inwardly weren't right with God we as Christians can end up in the same state as those Pharisees. We can have an outward form of religion, but yet be heading down the wrong path. It's a dangerous path. But then I see that there's God's path, or the path of righteousness. We need to be very careful. We need to take great pains to stay with the Word of God. Verse 2 says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall also, also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. If you want to end up spiritually successful, then you need to be applying the Word of God to your life. You need to be applying the advice of the Word of God, taking that advice over anything else. You need to be going in the way of God, no matter what it takes. You see, it's the Word of God that begins to bring blessings and peace to our life. The, the Bible says, Great peace have they which love thy law. I believe that's found in Psalms 119. There's another verse that says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. If you want to be truly successful, then make your life biblical. Get in the Word of God, begin reading it faithfully, and let God's Word begin to work in your heart. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email back to the book broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Wallen, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwallen.org.